Hi, you're listening to the Lift Up with Lisa podcast, the show that's full of faith-filled encouragement for your soul. Hi, welcome to the Lift Up with Lisa podcast with me, your host, Evangelist Lisa McConnell. Well, I'm back, guys. I apologize for the long delay in getting content out to you. Some of you may not know, but I have launched my own ministry called LDM Ministries. And I have been preaching the gospel in nursing homes, prisons, and homeless shelters. So again, I apologize for the delay in getting new podcasts to you, but I promise to get more content to you sooner. So I have missed you. I'm so excited to be back with you today. And I'm excited to jump into this topic today. It's called Keep Your Joy. So we're going to be talking about biblical joy, some common things that come to steal your joy, and some things that you can implement to keep your joy. So let's just jump right into our topic today. According to Strong's Dictionary, joy means to exalt or rejoice greatly. Many believe that joy comes from having the right clothes, the right friendships, the right job, or even the right house. And so they're striving to gain those things, thinking that it will bring amazing joy into their life. But what they don't realize is that it brings temporary or fleeting happiness. And once you get those things, then you're bored and you want to move on to the next thing. What we're going to talk about today is biblical joy. Did you know that you have it already? You have biblical joy. And you may be looking around thinking, I have biblical joy. Well, I don't feel like I do. But you do. Because... You need to know that joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5.22 says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. So joy is the evident byproduct of having the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. Kenneth Copeland says that joy is in your spiritual DNA. So you already have joy. It says in John 15, 11, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you, that your joy may be full. So now that you already know that you have joy, let's talk about how you keep it. There are some things that come along. They're called joy stealers. And so the first I believe is the biggest thief of joy, which is complaining. So what is complaining? Complaining is expressing a dissatisfaction or annoyance in something. Ultimately, complaining is the result of having a lack of trust in God to work on whatever situation you're going through on your behalf. So you're just not trusting God. Complaining steals your joy because as you speak from a place of doubt, negativity, and unbelief, you will begin to see those things manifest in your life. There is power, creative power, in the words that we speak. Because if you think about in Genesis, God spoke the world into existence. So there's power behind the words that you speak. It's either positive or negative. So Psalm 33.9 says, For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded it and stood firm. So that's why when we're going through a difficulty, we just need to keep our mouth shut. Whatever you're believing for in your life today, if you're not looking through the eyes of faith, 
you will begin to complain. Complaining brings a heaviness to your life. But when you have joy, there's a sense of peace and lightheartedness. So the second joy stealer, let's talk about that today, is circumstances. So what are circumstances? Circumstances are events or situations that you cannot control that happen that steal your joy. So they could be unforeseen or unfavorable circumstances. We've all had these things that, come, that have happened in our lives. And let's just be real. There, there have been things in all of our lives that have been downright heartbreaking and even devastating. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And I came that they may have life and have it more abundantly. So you know, unforeseen or unfavorable circumstances, number one, do not come from God. Yes, there are trials, but God does not send disease. He does not send death. He does not send bad things into our lives. That is the enemy. John 16, 13 says, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. In this world, you may have trouble. Here we go. But take heart, I have overcome the world. When these trials come, if we focus on the bad, not only does it steal our joy, but it attracts more bad situations into our lives. It's called the law of attraction. According to Jack Canfield, motivational speaker and coach, the law of attraction is a universal principle that states you will attract into your life whatever you focus on. Whatever you give your energy and attention to is what comes back to you. And what I like to say is what you believe, you receive. And I have seen that in my own life. What you believe in your mind, you will have in your hand. So focus it on the good things. And don't let unforeseen circumstances steal your joy today. When you focus on the abundance of good things in your life, you will automatically attract more positive things to your life. But if you center your life and your thoughts on negativity or lack in your life, that's ultimately what you will see. In our house, when something bad happens, like your first reaction might be one to cry. Because back in the day, I will tell you, I used to be a crier and I had to learn no more tears. Our goal is to rise up with boldness and say we refuse to partner with sorrow and to cry, but to fight to keep our joy. You got to fight. The third joy stealer that we're going to talk about today is the past. The past has a way of resurfacing in our lives in the form of memories or of a thought, an old video, or even social media memories. Some memories are wonderful to reflect on, but there are painful moments that are better left forgotten. When unpleasant memories from the past are brought before you, if you let it, it can bring you right back into that hurt and not only steal your joy, but take you back to a tough situation. Philippians 3.13 says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it on my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We are not to live in the past. If that were the case, God would have given us eyes in the back of our head. We look back only to thank the Lord for how far he has brought us. Joyce Meyer always says, you may not be where you want to be, but thank God you're not where you used to be. And hallelujah for that. 
I want you to have victory in this area today. So I'm going to have you repeat these decrees that I've learned from the River School of Healing. One thing I do, and only thing I do, is I forget my past. That is behind. I forget what has happened. I let love destroy it. I let go of my past. I'm making progress. I'm moving forward in all things. Now that we are aware of these joy stealers, let's discuss five things that we can implement to keep our joy. Number one is to have a thankful heart. When you live with a thankful heart, you look at the positive, even in the worst situations. Because really, if you think about it, there's always someone that has a worse problem than what you have. Psalm 9.1 says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It says give thanks in all circumstances, not when everything works right and you wake up and the sun is shining and there's a rainbow. So no, it's all circumstances. When you have a thankful heart, you always look for, as I say, the God in every situation. Because God is always working behind the scenes. God is always working on your behalf, even though you may not see it. So implement a thankful heart into your life today and you will keep your joy. The second thing you can do is keep your eyes on Jesus. Instead of focusing on the circumstance and letting it overwhelm you and steal your joy, keep your eyes and focus on Jesus. Colossians 3.2 says, Set your mind on things that are above and not on the earth. If you focus on something and you're looking at that situation, it appears to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. Focus on God. He's bigger than any problem that you're going through. So if you've ever seen a horse with the blinders on, it helps them stay in their lane. They can't look, they don't look to the right or to the left, and they stay on focus. So keep your eyes firmly on Jesus. Don't look to your right, to your left, what your neighbor's doing, what your family member's doing, what you're not doing. Keep your eyes on Jesus, and you avoid every trap of the enemy and you will keep your joy. The third thing that you can implement, and once you get this one, I think a lot of things will change to keep your joy and, and life will just get better in general. But trust God. We've all had to get to that place with trusting God. When you fully trust that God loves you, whatever happens in your life, that he will work things all for your good, you can truly laugh with joy in every situation. Romans 8.28 and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to his purposes. Isaiah 26, 3-4, you will keep him in perfect peace, all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. The fourth thing you can do is praise God. It is not possible to praise God and lose your joy. It is just not. You can't praise God and be sad. It, I, I dare you to try it. Not only does praise help you keep your joy, but it's the easiest way to bring the presence of God into that moment with you. 
Philippians 4, 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I say it again, rejoice. Praise is the best defense against the attack of the enemy. Joyce Meyer says, Complain and remain, and praise and you raise. So you complain and remain, you remain in the situation, but if you praise, God will raise you up out of it. When we praise, angels are released to work on our behalf in our lives. So start praising and laughing your way through every battle in your life. Number five, fight to keep your joy. Keeping your joy is a choice that you have to make. It is yours. As situations come into your life, at times you will need to fight to keep your joy. You got to dig your heels in and say, you're not taking my joy. That's mine. You've got to fight to keep it. And sometimes that means leaving some things or even some people behind. We are called to love everyone, but not everyone is to be included in every part of our life. Social media can steal your joy. Let's be real. When you've had a tough parenting day or a tough marriage day or just a tough day in general, and you look on social media and see everybody has everything perfect and somebody's having the best day, I mean, they're showing their best side, and then you feel like a terrible wife or a terrible mother, you know, feel free to unfollow block or do whatever you need to do to keep your joy because it's your joy keep it don't let anyone don't let anything steal your joy today you have the holy spirit living inside of you you have joy living inside of you don't let anything or anyone steal it from you today let's close out in prayer father in the mighty name of jesus i just thank you for each and every person listening to this podcast today I pray that every sorrow, every burden, every heaviness right now in the mighty name of Jesus would be lifted off of them. I pray for your peace, your love, and your joy to wash over them. And I pray for a spiritual boldness in them to keep their joy, to let nothing be stolen from them. That they would rise up and say, joy is mine, and I'm not going to let anything or anyone steal it. Father, I pray that they will let go of everything from their past, complaining, any hurt, that they would be healed from that. Father, that they would implement these five things today to live a joyful life. I thank you for victory in these areas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening today. Please be sure to follow us on your favorite podcast platform to receive notifications on upcoming episodes. Until next time, love and blessings.